Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. So I'm uh, I'm learning how to record today because uh, I told Jamie I was going to start recording and instead I hit the mute button <laughs> and started talking and uh, I was a little surprised why nothing was happening. So uh, it's a good thing we have Ryan doing our audio recording class in the Vendera Vocal Academy so uh, people like me can figure this stuff out. Today's podcast episode, I want to talk about uh, massage, the benefits of massage basically and uh, what what it's good for, why you should do it, and all that sort of stuff, and then different techniques and stuff that you can try. Uh, a few years ago, I bought a massage table, and uh, I used to be really interested in massage, and so I like, you know, I've read some books about it and stuff, and uh, I have a massage table, and I was noticing as I was practicing the other day, I felt that I was having a little bit of difficulty clearing up some airy sound sort of under the tone that I was producing. And I thought I wonder, and I thought I was doing technique pretty well. Um, I was focusing on all the right stuff that you focus on with technique. And uh, I, I just couldn't figure out what the issue was. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go lie down on the massage table. And maybe I'm subconsciously tightening or constricting or pushing more air or something than I really need to. So I went and lie down on the um, on the massage table, and now I'm just lying there, and I'm just I'm not like trying to lift my head up. I'm not like lifting my shoulders off of it. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just like it's almost like I'm asleep in that my whole body was just relaxed, and um, then I was focusing on placement, resonance, breathing, and all that, and it felt so much easier. It felt better. I was what I was doing by doing that is I was removing any possibility of extra strain or tension sneaking in um, by just relaxing my whole body. And one thing um, that a lot of singers do is whenever they're going for high notes is they kind of reach up or they stretch their neck out or they constrict or um, they push too much air or they breathe high into the chest and then they, as they're they're singing, they exhale from the uh, and they lower their shoulders lower, and that pushes out more air than they need, and all sorts of crazy stuff. And a lot of people don't even know that they're doing that stuff, but it does affect them negatively. So by lying down on the massage table, I was able to make sure I wasn't raising my shoulders because my shoulders can't really slide when I'm lying down. Um, and I was able to pay much closer attention to my technique, and it, I found that helpful. Well, you know, um, a lot of the stuff that I teach and even that I write in my books have come out of necessity. So me having neck surgery back in, I think it was 01 or 02, and then joining a bar band, uh, it, it was a nightmare, you know, because the guys were sweet. Uh, some of my longtime friends are like, oh, we'll take it easy on you, Jamie. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, can you sing the journey, the ACDC, the Judas Priest, the Led Zeppelin? So it wasn't so much that I didn't have the range. It was every night I had a major neck ache and a, a migraine because I was overcompensating. There, were, there was so much tension in my neck because I just had neck surgery like eight weeks prior before I started playing out. So 
as I was writing Raise Your Voice, you know, it took me four years, 2000 to 2004. Um, that's when I created Vocal Stress Release. And I went back and, you know, I already knew a lot about reflexology. In fact, I had studied Touch for Health and I'd studied contact reflex analysis. So I was into muscle testing as early as like 93, 94. I knew a lot of this stuff and I started uh, making it more of a practical application towards the singer. And um, we learn, we, we learn by figuring out our own body. And it's funny, Ben and I just had this, this conversation and the same thing was like, ah, oh, I'm laying down on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, talk about that <laughs> in the book. Like, you know, yeah. 50, 50 times when you lay down on the ground, you have a tendency to not be able to, to grip, uh, to move your shoulders, to grip in the neck. And it's, it's funny how easy just a little bit of tension can affect your voice. And in fact, we, we do these, these great classes in Vendera Vocal Academy called the 212, where two of our instructors, uh, whether it be uh, mainly me and Ben right now, but it could be Ray or Ryan or whoever else, and one of us work with two students. And we do it for an hour, and each student gets 30 minutes. And you're always learning. And uh, we had one the other day, and you know we do the no side to side to check for neck stress to make sure. And if you haven't heard of that before, I'll have a student uh, turn their head side to side really quick chin across the shoulder back and forth back and forth and if they're singing or doing an exercise and their voice breaks it means they have unnecessary tension in the neck area and that's just a way to break it loose and make the inner muscles actually do their job well ben he likes to take it a step further you know so uh, he's talking about like wiggling the neck and then he gets on the subject of jaw tension and i'm like oh okay cool and he starts wiggling his jaw and me being the more and I am doing this thing. And I'm telling you, I've been teaching 20 something years and I never, ever thought of that. So we have these singers doing, you know, like our isolation exercises, like a siren. And they were cracking and squeezing. And as soon as we did that, bam, the sound popped the placement was perfect the tone opened up it was free of the stress you could hear this buoyant sound floating and it was like wait a minute where where did the high note go and the reason i say that is because their high note was so effortless it didn't even sound high you know when you hear certain singers like oh here comes the high note because you can see they're putting all the effort into it and everything and squeezing and screaming uh that was gone just because they did this little movement, which isn't actually massage, but it's still a stress release uh, tool that yeah. you can use. Yeah, so um, let me go back to the massage table real quick. When I was on the massage table, I decided, oh, this is perfect for doing the side-to-side -side, uh, no movement because my head is being supported by the, um, the table because, you know, you just rest your head on the table. And uh, I actually did notice a little bit as I was doing that that I did on in some cases while doing the transcending tone or the siren, there were just a couple little places where I had some uh, extra neck tension come in. And I was like, what? I'm the I'm like the guy who's just obsessed with removing any kind of extra tension that there is. And I thought I was doing it like perfectly, um, but I wasn't. And I was doing the no on the massage table. And, uh, and so that became clear to me. So for even, even for people who uh, have pretty good technique, doing this works. And let me just a little bit more on the massage table. Um, lying down on the ground is fine um, on the floor, but sometimes the floor is dirty or you, know, you have to put like a, a pillow on the floor or something. And you, you kind of don't really want to do that too much. Um, and then also, you know, well, you have to like vacuum or mop or whatever. And so also it kind of hurts putting your head on the floor. 
Also for a bed, if your bed is really cushiony, then um, you're like, if you have an older mattress, then your body kind of sinks into it. And it's a little harder, I think, to notice when you have extra tension sneaking in. The massage table that I have, um, it's pretty nice because it's, it's a flat table and then there's just a thin layer of cushion on it. So it's not uncomfortable. Um, but it does make it so that I can't really move a bunch of stuff without noticing. And the other upside of the massage table, if you have a significant other, you know, you can use the, <laughs> use the massage table for that too. Um, and I think the massage table I got was like $120 or something. Um, and then also learning massage, you know, not, necess not necessary for singing, but if you do have a good understanding of massage and how the muscles uh, work, it's it's helpful. No, I was just thinking, you know, massage in general is good. Whenever I, I'm flying around the world to do a TV show or workshop, I'm always, anytime I have a layover, I'm looking throughout the airport, like, hmm, because usually they have a massage uh, booth or, you know, a, a business there, and I'm always trying out something. Um, one of my, um, one of my um, guys who work with Jeffrey Capers, he actually actually does stuff in India and Beverly Hills now. He's not around here anymore. But that guy was amazing. And he would always work on me and like loosen the intercostals between my lungs, loosen up my neck. And it really helped me with, with my uh, issue with my nerve damage. Uh, so I will always go to him or I have another massage therapist, Lonnie Winters, who's great. And he wrote an article for Raise Your Voice too. Um, when I go to the gym, they got those hydro massage tables, you know, something to loosen you up and just take that tension out before you start singing is amazing. Um, and I know you use some stuff like, like we got the little Siri massager and you got a massager that you use, okay. I'm assuming. So tell me about that. Yeah. Okay. So when you said what Lonnie Winters, I thought you said Ronnie Winter. I was like, what? I didn't know he Ronnie Winter, the lead singer for Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I was like, what? I didn't know he did massage. That's that's kind of interesting. Uh, being a lead singer for a band and doing massage. So uh, you mentioned the I don't know what I want to call it. I kind of think Jaw Jiggle is kind of a cool name for it. No, 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 no. But I also like Jaw Wiggle. That just sounds more fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So. Um, let me jump back to that real quick. So the general idea is whenever singers start going for higher notes or they're trying to sing louder or with a stronger sound, the tendency is to have tension sneak into the jaw. And obviously we don't want that. So I call it the, let's go with, oh man, do we want to do jaw jiggle or jaw wiggle? I'm going to just use both. I uh, wiggle. The jaw the wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all you do is you take your fingers and you put uh, your, your index finger across your chin, and then you put your thumb underneath your chin, and then you just grab onto your chin, and then all you do is you, you can do your, you can sing, you can do any vocal exercise, and you just kind of loosely shake the jaw. The important thing is to not fight against your fingers. Um, I remember, um, man, a long time ago, uh, I used to do that, and um, you, whenever you shake the jaw, it should be very loose and relaxed. So it shouldn't be or anything like that. It should be very loose and relaxed. And uh, if you do start sort of breaking and cracking or anything like that, then you probably have excess tension in the jaw. In lower notes, um, in notes that are more comfortable in your range, it's not common um, in my experience to sort of hear that. But as you start going for the higher notes, as you get to and above the break point, uh, anything like that, that's normally when the uh, extra tension kind of sneaks in. And this also has the other benefit of if you do this, some it's sort of like 
we had a lesson with uh, one of our students and she was, you had her doing a nonsense uh, syllable. Like blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a blah, blah, blah sound or something. And she was singing the notes. And then whenever she came to the high note, she kind of, oh no, here's the high note. And so she kind of like braced for it and seemed almost uh, hesitant to sing the note. But then when you change the vowel to blah, 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 the, or the consonant or the, the word, I guess, to blah, 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 it came out pretty easily. And so the jaw jiggle kind of has the same effect. You're, you're not really too focused on, oh, I remember this note's hard for me. And then you sort of mentally psych yourself out. So it sort of takes your, uh, your focus off of that. Um, and I guess let me go to the massager since you mentioned that. I, we did a, a hangout with David Lee. Yes, from a Vibrant Voice. Yeah, and uh, from Vibrant Voice, and uh, and then uh, what is it, Elisa Weinzimmer, I believe. Yeah, Elisa Weinzimmer. Yes. Yeah, and so um, one of the things that we have the recording of the interview in the Vendera Vocal Academy, but one of the things they talked about was uh, the value of massage and vibration. Um, so I'm reminded of you know the the little kids sort of song, the head bones connected to the neck bone, the neck bones connected to the backbone yep. or whatever. Um, that's how, that's how muscles sort of are, right? Where they're all kind of, you know, you're all connected to, it's, it's all one body. So muscles are connected to each other or they're connected to bones and those are connected to other muscles. So whenever you massage kind of almost anything, it helps anything else. Um, obviously massaging your feet isn't going to have as big effect on your voice as massaging your neck will, but loosening up any muscular tension in your back um anything like that is helpful um and so i have a just a i i went okay so this is <laughs> i went to amazon <laughs> and i i searched i'm messing with him we're on video <laughs> yeah i searched for personal massager <laughs> um and i found a personal massager and uh and i use it to massage the outside of my neck <laughs> um and it's kind of silly and so i get i get the the massager in the mail and the box has a diagram that makes it very clear to me what the intended use is <laughs> and the intended use isn't necessarily for the neck or necessarily for guys <laughs> But anyway, but so that's what I use. I, I use it for my neck and, uh, you know, for the outside. And then, yeah, go ahead. Well, I got the uh, David Lee because I, I love I love those yeah. with him. Uh, he, he uses the Siri massager. looks like an egg. And I, we had a student went to buy one. He's like, I, I, I can't buy that. It's just it's a personal massager. I said, that's the <laughs> it's for your neck. And, and really. David Lee's work is really good because just like, uh, which this is not what we're talking about today, but he would place it like on your cheek or something. And just to get that sympathetic vibration going. And as you're singing, it was almost like your voice was drawn to that area. It would really open you up. So you sang more freer. So we use it like, and you use it like I use it like when I do vocal stress release, which is the program in raise your voice that I developed because of neck surgery. And so sometimes if my next, if I use my Siri and like, if I'm doing a neck stretch, I'll place the Siri on one side as I'm stretching. Uh, I also found it great. Uh, a lot of singers have trouble learning like grit to add that sound to their voice. So you can place that against your throat and go, ah, and it gives almost this fake grit. But the, the cool thing about it, it, it 
lets you feel the placement in the roof of the mouth. So it kind of leads you towards finding your grit on your own without uh, overcompensating with the muscles. So um, yeah, I didn't mean to take it away from you. I'll go back oh, to no, I'll, no, I'll no, go back no, to doing my stupid little <laughs> things to make you laugh as you talk. <laughs> um, so the uh, so I actually use my massager kind of on the you know the front and back of the neck and side. And, upper back and all that but i also just kind of use it on my face and on my head and it's actually kind of weird like you know like my scalp like the top of my head i use it up there too and it's kind of weird because you wouldn't really think there's a whole lot of tension or tightness on the top of your head but for me i sometimes find spots uh where i do somehow have some kind of tension i don't really know all the anatomy up there there might be some kind yeah, of there is they talk about like craniosacral ther therapy uh yeah. and like uh, and, and even if you look and raise your voice uh beverly Nall, uh she does an article which is who i study test for health with she'll put your hands on top of your head and stretch your scalp hmm. and like if people have migraines so have to and uh, it's so weird ben you, you can do it and stretch your scalp and you hear like these little cracks like like little knuckles cracking and then it's just to, to kind of loosen because the skin, even on your head, can kind of, you know, you can get tension anywhere. So a few, was it like two weeks ago, uh, I went to a massage place and I got a massage. And uh, I, oh man, sometimes when I sleep, I sleep kind of weird. I probably need a new pillow. Um, but I kind of sleep like, sometimes I wake up in the morning and my shoulders feel kind of sore or my arms feel weird or um, nothing like super major, but sometimes it's, uh, it's a little annoying sometimes. And sometimes I just feel like my, my, when I wake up, I don't always feel relaxed and refreshed. Sometimes I feel like I, I woke up and someone is just punching me in the arm in the back. Um, you know, and so, uh, so I went and got a massage and the difference that it makes, I just felt so much more relaxed, uh, singing. It's so much easier uh, after doing a massage. And I remember when I was in boot camp, um, it, the drill instructors have you yelling the whole time. Like you, they yell at you, you have to yell at them. And if you just talk, you know, they, they don't like that. Um, so they yell and uh, I actually lost my voice in boot camp, And uh, I, it was pretty terrible. I didn't really know technique for yelling. Uh, not the, Sorry, I don't didn't really know good vocal technique, and so not that you should really be shouting or yelling. Um, and so I lost my voice, and so I remember taking a shower and just testing my vocal range while I was after all this shouting, and I lost my voice. And I was able to sing a major third. That was my vocal range. So ah, uh, that was as high and as low as I could vocalize after all the shouting. It was terrible. I felt, oh my gosh, this is absolutely awful. So um, what I did, I didn't really know what to do. I just thought, okay, well, maybe I'll just try massaging my neck and my upper back and all that. And so that's what I did. And so in the shower, I, I, over the course of just a few minutes, I went, I was able to extend that major third to an octave. And so almost immediately, it helped with my lost voice. Um, part of that was probably due to the shower and the steam. Um, but a lot of it was due to just the massage. And so it helps, you know, it helps you perform. It helps you sing more efficiently. Um, if you have any extra stress in the neck or upper back or kind of anywhere, that can have an effect uh, on how efficiently you sing. Well, you know, when I, when I travel, it's, you're always, the planes are like 
so bad on your voice with that regurgitated air and it's so dry and it's so cool. And what I do is uh, I try to get there a day before so I can get into the hotel room and do a lot of stretching. But you're right. You'll get in the shower. I'll turn it up as hot as possible. Shut the bathroom door. I may stay in there for an hour and just breathe the steam. So, you know, for one, we're singers. We need to oil our instrument. And how do we do that? We stay hydrated. We drink a lot of water. So that warm steam is great for our vocal cords and our, our pharynx and, uh, you know, makes sure the pharyngeal walls is really moist and, and you know, well lubricated. But also you're relaxing all of your muscles. You do. I mean, that's why steam rooms are great. That's why uh, a lot of the massages, they'll use those hot rocks on your back because the heat will really open up his muscles. So, yeah, I mean, you have to, you know what? We love to sing, but we're human instruments. It's not like we're flipping guitar, you break a string, you replace it. So there are things that we got to do to keep our voice in shape, whether it's steaming or massaging. Uh, you got to find out what works for you. You got to find the, the source of whatever's causing you know, vocal inflammation or, or impeding your ability to sing. Mm -hmm. For me, I do a lot of this. Like even the, the, the gargling tone massages my voice. The pocket vocals massages my voice. Uh, using, oh, I forgot to mention this, this little, uh, it's by Beauty Co. I got to see how the world you say this. Let me, let me find it on here. It's not even on here. I think it's B-E-A-U-T-Y-K-Y-O-E-Acupin. And this thing is crazy. One of my students, uh, Mary A, well, it's Benoit Gervel, who did the pictures for Raise Your Voice. It was his wife, Mary A. She gave this to me when they were over visiting me. And uh, it's if you're in a reflexology or anything, it's a little electronic pin. And it's blue and white. And you turn it on, you can hear it. You put your finger on it. And you put it anywhere like well, my throat. I find like where I have the nerve damage. You hear it gets higher, and then I click this button, and for 30 seconds, it sends this little electronic impulse into your 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 uh, skin. But yeah, I'm sure you've seen those commercials like, hey, you're tired of doing sit-ups? Well, slap this on your stomach and turn it on, and it'll vibrate your belly for half an hour, and you have 16-pack abs. Um, I'm not sure I'm sold on that, but uh, I'm saying that, but I love this pen. It's the same concept. It's sending these electronic impulses in to your nerves, so uh, it tightens the muscle and relax over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm telling you what, when I use it, like if my, my neck is stiff or my, vo my voice feels a little under, uh, I'll use this E-Acupen. I totally forgot I had it. I just put new batteries in it like a week or two ago, and I've been sticking this right on my throat, turning it on. And uh, that pressure I have from the nerve damage starts to alleviate. You know, it don't go away, but at least it goes away for a little bit. So you may want to check that out. It's the E-Acupin by Beauty Kyo, K-Y-O. Can't find it on Amazon right now for some reason, but type it in. You'll find it at a bunch of other places. Okay, a couple of notes. Number one, Jamie and I are not doctors. So <laughs> I'd have to do this all the time. Every time. So, so I, I did this on one of the hangouts and someone said, your dad must be a lawyer. <laughs> I said, no, he works with me a lot. And I'm always, uh, I'm always but yeah, so, but really Jamie and I aren't doctors. And so please don't take this as medical advice. Uh, I encourage you to do your own research, look into stuff, um, you know, try stuff, uh, anything you think wouldn't work for you or sounds dangerous or uh, questionable to you, then obviously don't do it. And then to your doctor. Yeah. And feel free to talk to your doctor um, or any other trusted professional. Uh, and then also the other thing is I don't personally, the, the, the sort of, I guess, I don't know what word to use sort of the thinking behind acupuncture. I'm not a hundred percent 
sold on. However, if you do get one of these devices and you try it out and it does make your voice feel better or it helps you, you know, relax any muscles or whatever, then hey, that's fine, you know. Um, if, if it works for you and you enjoy it, then go for it. Um, and what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, actually, I kind of want to wrap this up since I have a tendency to ramble. My next suggestion for our listeners would be try the George Wiggle uh, <laughs> out. You remembered. <laughs> <laughs> and then also you can just go to Amazon or wherever. And, uh, I actually just picked up a few sort of massage doodads and trinkets and whatever and so one is just a it's sort of a, a ball it's kind of like think a ballpoint pen only it's not a pen the ball is kind of big um like about the size uh, almost the size of a tennis ball and it's i don't know it's sort of like a hard plastic and it rolls around um there are some like medicines that are sort of roll on app, uh, have roll on app applicators is that the word um, so it's kind of like that. It's just bigger and you can use it to just roll on yourself. I just ordered mine yesterday and I ordered a few different things. Uh, and you know, they're not too expensive. There are some in the range of five to 10 bucks and then there's some, you know, 10 to 20 and it kind of goes up, uh, but just tr get a few things and just try them out and try massaging your back, your, um, you know, try massaging your neck, your head, your face and uh, see how it affects, uh, your ability to sing. I would imagine for most people, some type of massage is going to help free up your voice and make it easier to sing with a more resonant tone. Yeah, you're you're a whole body. So, um, you know, I used to work construction and I'm flat footed. So there were some times I had some serious problems with my feet. And what my doctor told me to do is uh, use golf balls. And I would actually come home, put a golf ball on the floor and roll my feet. And I mean, oh, my gosh, my feet were so sore, but it felt so good. And I felt so much better. Uh, same thing with knots on my back. I was told to use a tennis ball. So I, I, I'd lay down on the ground and find where like the knot was on my back. And I put that tennis ball right there and I'd lay down flat and it kind of hurt, but I, you know, I'd, I'd roll around that area and keep working that area to work the stiffness out and the soreness out. And, um, so I still use that today, golf balls and tennis balls. Yeah. And, uh, when I went and got my massage, I spoke to the uh, massage therapist there and she said, uh, I told her that I sometimes feel like when I wake up, it feels like someone punched me in the arm. And so she told me that I have kind of a bit of a knot in my um, on the outside of my upper arm. And so what she told me to do was take a tennis ball and put it up against the wall and then just sort of slide that part of my arm up and down over the ball. And so it's sort of rolling and applying pressure. A tennis ball is kind of nice since it's sort of um, it's a little squishy. So mm -hmm. you're able to push on it. And uh, that's nice. Whereas something that's a harder material, it might feel a little less comfortable. Uh, to use that depending on, you know, uh, sort of personal preference and just how it feels to you. But uh, yeah, I would encourage anyone, number one, if you're, in, so do the George Wiggle, try that out. Uh, go buy some gadgets on Amazon. One or two will probably be a good start. And also, if you're not currently doing the vocal stress release program in which you do massage and, uh, you know, kind of loosen up any muscles, I would strongly encourage you to at least try it. Um, if it sounds like a waste of time or it sounds unnecessary or it sounds like more effort than it's worth, just try it for a week <clears throat> or even just like five days. Try it out and see how your voice feels just after a week. And uh, at that point, you can, you'll conclude for yourself, oh, dang, I should have been doing this the whole time. You know, I had um, was recently doing a tour for Pretum, who is the 
like the biggest composer in all of India. He like has a song in just about every major Bollywood movie. And he was here in the United States and it was him and nine uh, really famous singers from over there. And um, they didn't know any of this. They never really, I mean, they were all very healthy. They were all very active and worked out and, you know, stretched. But, uh, you know, they a couple of them knew who I was. So when we got into vocal stress release and uh, turned them on to the ultimate vocal warm-up, which also has the ultimate, the one in Vendera Vocal Academy, has the one where you uh, walks you through a vocal stress release, blew their minds. And every singer came to me after the first gig in Chicago and says, wow, I can't believe how amazing my voice felt for this tour and mind you these are singers have been singing for many years they're very well known they got songs on the radio all over india and they tour a lot you know they've toured the states they toured australia and just now when they realized hey my body's an instrument let's massage it let's stretch it out before we even do the vocal warm-ups what a difference that it makes to keep your voice in shape especially when you're touring yep all right. Well, uh, thanks, Jamie. I hope everyone enjoyed this one. Uh, and uh, I guess we'll see you in the next one. Um, Jamie and I are going to do, let's see, we're probably going to do one or two more two-on-two -two lessons uh, this month. And so uh, if that's something that interests you, that is something that we are providing to members of the Vendera Vocal Academy um, as part of the regular uh, membership. So there's not an extra fee for that. And so if you're interested in that, you know, that's, and you're in the Vendera Vocal Academy, feel free to message me on Facebook. If you're not, uh, then you can join the Academy and then uh, we'll probably start getting some more people set up with some two on twos. And we'll probably talk more about that um, on some future podcast episodes. So thank you everyone for listening and have a good one. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.